All right, today we're going to get really vulnerable and I'm going to talk about my latest breakup and something that a message that the universe sent me while I was at the gym today that I really feel like everybody needs to remember. The big question is this, how do we live a life that is unapologetically ours? The summer of 2020, I was struggling. I was facing bankruptcy as my reselling empire was crumbling around me due to the financial constraints caused by COVID-19. I decided to stop trying to hold the weight of the world on my shoulders and get free. I sold off everything. I bought a first class ticket to Mexico and with no source of income and only a few thousand dollars, I went on an adventure. What happened next? Well, my name is Keely Stwicky and welcome to Tacos and Tattoos. All right, so I started going back to the gym here. I really struggled with going to the gym last time I was in Ziwa because the nearest gym is really, really poor shape and it's so hot in there and all the things. So I just never felt good to go there. But a new gym recently opened, which is four blocks away. It's a little bit far, but it's a lovely walk at six in the morning when no one else is out. So I've been going there. Um, and while I was there today, I've just been feeling the last few days, like extremely sad, uh, over what happened and my anxious attachment style has been like a little bit triggered. And so I've been wanting nothing more than to send him a super long text message explaining why it was that I left and was upset and why I'm hurt and, uh, you know, how we could possibly fix things that I still want in my life and whatever. But the thing is, is that if he really wanted to make it work, he would have been the one asking how to make it work. If he really wanted me in his life, he would have been asking how he could make me happy because I had been telling him how to make him happy. And I'd been asking him how I could make him happy and how we could make things work. He never asked. He never cared. It would have been, he would have had to reflect too much on his ego in order to do so. And it hurts so incredibly bad. Everybody knows heartbreak, knows this kind of pain. But when it comes back again and like bites you months later or weeks later, it's like a compounding of past relationships and things that continue to happen within the last relationship and the fact that time goes on and he doesn't even have to, he like, he doesn't think about you. Nothing, nothing happens and nothing changes. And the message that I got from the universe today while I was been in my funk is that the reason I don't send that message is one, because again, if he wanted to, he would and all the things and I, it's not going to change anything. We've had the conversations. I've sent the messages. Like this isn't the first time this has happened and it's up to me to break the cycle. And the universe reminded me today, and this is a message that I heard heard at maybe Funnel Hacking Live or the Mastermind in Paradise or something like that. And it's that these difficult, these incredibly difficult things that we are given to handle, that are placed on our shoulders, that we have to live, aren't just for us. Like overcoming them and 
and carrying them, the burdens aren't just, it's not just for us. Like when I really think about this, I watched my mom her entire life deal with situations like this with men that would just not show up, would just relationships that were not good. And now she's been single for so long and she continues to settle, you know, for going on this date or that date. But I can tell that she's been watching me and I can tell she's been listening to me because yesterday she went on a date and she told me that she actually waited for him to open the door, which seems like such a small thing. But my mom was always always hyper is is a very hyper independent woman And she never understood the value of allowing a man to open the door for you or looking for a man that would open the door for you. And she told me that about the date. I'm going to try not to get emotional about this. (laughs) Um, And it made me realize that while it would be so much easier for me to fall back into old patterns and ride the roller coaster that is like, sending the message and feeling better when we reconnect and allowing it to be good for a few weeks and then having it fall apart and just like living within that chaos. I'm trying to do better because I want my mom to have better. And I'm trying to do better because I want, I want less women to have to feel this kind of pain all the time. And to be settling into relationships where they're being treated horribly or not being respected. And I want to, if enough women step up and say, hey, we're not going to live it within relationships like this, it will force men to change. I started reading this book last night called Driven. And it's all about how people that are really ambitious and successful are actually genetically different. And one of the examples they give in there as to how the the animal world evolves is that it was an example of cheetahs and what gazelle. And it says that, you know, a natural selection, uh, a gazelle, the fastest gazelle will be able to escape the cheetah and the slower ones will be eaten and they won't be left to reproduce. But, and the fastest cheetahs will be the ones that can produce the most offspring because they can get the most food. So if the cheetahs get faster, then what happens? The gazelle have to get faster in order to survive. And so then again, the fastest of the fast are the ones that will survive. And of those, some will be even faster. And then the cheetah, the fastest of the fastest, right? So it's like this evolution of things. And while they say that humans are different because we've been able to adapt quicker than our genetics. So we were, we were able to cause the woolly mammoth to go extinct because we invented the spear. We don't have a spear on our hands. This wasn't a genetic modification. We like created this tool to be able to kill them. So we evolve faster than they could evolve to get away from us. But when you look at relationships and men, If men can't get a girlfriend because they're not willing to put up with the shit, then men will be forced to change in order to get a girlfriend, which is what they want. But too many women are willing to settle for this BS drama, the gaslighting, the laziness, 
just the not showing up, the not communicating all the things. And I really want to be strong and set example and educate so women can live better lives because I wish, I wish I could go back and teach 20 year old Keely so many things, but unfortunately she had to go through all of these things in order to be able to become a, a student of life and a student of relationships and learn communication, learn all these things that were not taught to me. And it's so incredibly hard. So if you're, if you're going through something that is so incredibly difficult and you've got to stay strong because it's not just for you. And this was something that I learned at one of those events was that we will do things for others more than we will do things for ourselves. So that difficult thing that you're overcoming, while it is going to directly benefit you, others are watching. Others are watching you and they they gain their strength and inspiration from you. And I know it's hard. I know it's so hard. Trust me, I'm struggling with it every single day. But once you break through, And it no longer hurts and it no longer is hard because it's become a new habit, a new way of life. And that's when the universe can come in and fill that space that you've created. So thanks for listening, guys. I'll talk to you again soon.